0: Hey everyone, we're listening to the Modern Farm and Artisan Co-op podcast. We are your hosts, Kat and Anna, and we are here connecting you to the lives and stories of our local farmers, makers, and educators that are all dedicating themselves to powerfully and positively impacting the Southern Utah community before we get started take a moment to subscribe to this podcast so you can stay up to date on new episodes and if you haven't already please leave us a rating or review on itunes we would greatly appreciate it and if you have the means consider supporting us on patreon even if it's only two dollars a month it makes a world of difference and as a thank you you'll receive a shout out on the show Another way you can support us is checking out our brick and mortar store at 55 North Main in downtown St. George. Follow us on Instagram at Utah to stay up to date on all the exciting things we are up to in the store, on the farm, and on the podcast. All right, so today we are talking with Alicia Lockwood and Brian Jensen, the brother sister duo of 6Bit Creative. They're also uh, MoFaco's community partners, and they've been with us since the beginning and actually before that. So um, they are a creative company. They handle everything from illustration, video work to 3D rendering. And so we're going to get into some interesting conversations with them about that. Um, But I just wanted to jump in and start with the story of how we started working together so um let's see how does that start <laughs> <laughs> so i took over the farmers market and um I just really felt like we needed to rebrand. I was like, w- I had some new ownership. We need a new logo. And so I knew nothing about logo work. And I just knew that I wanted something that screamed St. George. And so I didn't even know how to find a designer. So I started going to all of these networking events and I saw Alicia. Which, what was the first event that we saw each other at?
1: Well, I saw you at the uh, Ignite Your Influence right uh, conference. I saw you across the room, and I was like, I don't know, you, like, captured my eye, but I didn't talk to you. And yeah. so, which was weird. I know that sounds
0: <laughs> No, but it, it's really <laughs> weird because that night I was, like, having a panic attack, too, because I never go out of my bubble. And I was at that event, and I was like, what am I doing here? But then I saw you photographing. Yeah. And then, was it, like, two weeks later? It was- It was was about a week later We went to another networking event Yeah And she was like You have to go in and talk to somebody you don't know And I walk in and Alicia's talking to two other people And I was like I don't know her and I've seen her I'm gonna go talk to her And I like beelined it for you And I was like hello who are you? (laughs)
1: I was taken back just a little bit.
0: See, so I, I immediately was like, "What do you do?" And you were like, "I'm a graphic designer." And I was like, "Oh, that's great because I need one." And you were like, mm, "You're weird." <laughs> <laughs> but we met a couple of times, and you agreed to. Start, well, yeah, you,
1: you're missing the part where you um, came to me in the parking lot. <laughs>
0: I'm trying to great. I'm trying to gloss over how <laughs> weird I actually am. <laughs> no, but I'm like,
1: I don't know. It was nice. I mean, it wasn't like creepy, but
0: <laughs> except you said it like that. <laughs> you're, like, you're missing the part where you came up to me in the parking lot.
1: No, but it was. It was really funny because we had just had a conversation about how much free work that we were gonna you know, how much community or, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, how much work we were going to give away. And so you had approached me like, I kind of need this as like a donation. And I'm like, Ugh
0: <laughs> 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 like we're
1: a new company. We can't afford to give donations, but I don't know. There's just, um, like I couldn't get it out of my head. I don't know. It was like, I don't know. The, or essence, or there's just something that was like, no, you need to, you need to pursue this. You need to ask her more questions, and yeah, yeah.
0: so so we met and had coffee, yeah, and you agreed. Yeah, or did we go back and talk to Brian? I, I no, feel like I, I didn't talk to so. you for the first year because you scared me. <laughs> <laughs> you were much more intimidating back then because you were in the back office and you're like this lady. No. <laughs> She's like nodding, yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so we started working together and if you guys have seen the Downtown Farmers Market logo, uh, that's all Alicia, it's amazing. It's a uh, Utah and Agave with the sunset and I felt like it just really hit St. George. And Brian's and, wearing this shirt with the logo on it yeah, right now. Yes, I am. Brian's representing. <laughs> and so then after you made the logo, you helped us with the rebrand we did a product line we did hats we did shirts we got business cards and everything and then it just was such a great working relationship and you were actually there when we fir- when we first started working through the structure of Mofico yeah 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 and um, that's something that really resonates with you guys because uh, you have always wanted to work with artists and or you guys do work with artists. You you guys run a lot of um, options and uh, what are those called? You guys run a lot of services. You guys can manage online artist uh, presences and everything like that. And so it was just natural when we decided to move into this space, um, you guys were gonna be a part of that from the very beginning.
1: Yeah, it totally felt natural and it, matched a lot of the decisions that we we're deciding or talking about with our own business it just seemed to to match up
0: yeah it's a good fit we like you guys Okay, i like like (laughs) you all right so um so now we're gonna jump into like our normal questions that we always ask right well i like it because i feel like it's all meant to be like how crazy would it be that you guys saw each other multiple times like within a short time frame Yeah. And you know how weird I am about talking to people I don't know. No, I'm serious. Like, it's not like a normal thing for me to talk to people I don't know. Like, to this day, it is weird that I cornered you at She Sparks, and it's weird that I cornered you again in the parking lot knowing me. Yeah. Like, usually it takes me years to ask for anything or to talk to anybody. And then when Brian started getting more involved, I was like, oh my God. Like, it was just like the whole team worked together and it's just been a great experience and um, throughout the remodel and everything all of, our, all of our ambitions and all of our priorities have lined up. And we're in the six bit <clears throat> podcasting room. Yeah, so and so here it comes the, full circle. Yeah, guys. so it comes full circle. So here at the space it, uh six bit actually has the back half. And so they're here to help with packaging, rebranding, logo work, getting artists up to um, where they need to be in the store. But they also offer videography, the photography room and this podcast room. So you can rent it out through them. And it just works really great having the podcast here. At and then being able to feed artists back here and then get them ready for the store. So it, it just balances and it works really, really well. So, uh, okay, so looking back at your childhood, uh, is there any indication that you guys would end up working in this field?
2: I think so. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think so. I think the signs were there for yes. sure.
2: Yeah, we've been doing creative stuff our whole life, so... It just
1: and so our, evolved. Our whole family has always had this like entrepreneur mind. And so I think it just kind of naturally happens that way because it's been ingrained in us because of things, you know, that we experienced as a, in our childhood. And and then I always like idolized Brian. He would get mad at me because I'd follow him around the house. he would be like, stop following me. And I'm like,
0: I love you, Brian. What's the age gap? <laughs>
1: Five. Five years. Five years.
0: Okay. Yeah. So. And you're not the. Is there one in between you guys? Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. And you're not the oldest, right? There's. No. Okay. There's one older. So yes. is it four kids in the family yeah. total? Okay. Okay. And we're all we're all entrepreneurs too. So. Man, your parents did a good job then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a <They it>. giggle. <laughs> but you guys, you guys also. Um, uh, getting to know you guys, it's also very interesting because your guys' whole family is creative, and you guys create together, right? Yeah. This <laughs> is nods. Like you, <laughs> right? It's every Friday night you guys all get together, and oh well, I get together with my mom
1: and my grandma and my aunt on Friday nights, and we just do creative work and we learn like a new medium Um, i love that yeah it's a lot of fun but like our family history we have like an uncle who's like an amazing artist we have um like my grandma's brother does like marquetry type stuff or market i said that wrong no market marketry
0: what, what is that?
1: It's like where you piece wood together to create a picture. Oh, yeah, cool. And wow, um, like our grandpa did that. Um, we have cousins that do like iron work. We have, you know, talented uh, artistic cousins. All of our family, my brother does woodwork. Um,
0: and your, your, your mom and your aunt are fiber artists too, right?
1: They yeah, they yeah. do fiber art. Yeah, so.
0: Jeez, I want to sequence your guys' DNA <laughs> and figure out what the heck. <laughs> <laughs> They're artists.
1: Successful entrepreneur, right? <laughs> So my grandma is ninety this year, and she's like getting into like drawing and pastel, and so it's, it's pretty awesome.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I like it. When did you When did you think, okay, I'm gonna make this a career?
2: Probably when we went to school, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah, went to art school.
0: Both of you guys did? At the same time. Yeah, at the same oh, time. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: It was in 2009. I ended up getting laid off from my job. It was when the housing crash, oh, the yeah, housing yeah. market
1: crashed. And well, it was actually 2008. Yes. And he was like, I don't know what to do with my life. And I was like, let's go look for colleges. And so I found this one art college and like, a tiny town and so i made him come up and tour this college with me and at the end of it i was like well i don't know what you're gonna do but i'm gonna apply to this college because i want to come here and we both applied and got in
0: and that was in washington state right yeah Mm -hmm. were you guys both living there yes you or were you in utah i
2: was oh yes i was in vancouver oh okay yeah
0: Yeah. Yeah. so what were you doing before you went to art school then
2: just working okay yeah
0: it wasn't anything related.
2: I was taking random college classes. Oh, uh, okay. Trying to figure out what I wanted to do and Same. decided to just focus on, on the art, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, very cool.
1: I was like, you don't want to work in a warehouse forever, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> she was right.
0: <laughs> uh,
1: I'm not saying warehouse work is bad. Just <laughs> <laughs> saying. I just. You, know. you
0: don't want to do it. So yeah, <laughs> no, it's totally good. <laughs> all right, so. Um, Respect all the warehouse workers. <laughs> I appreciate <laughs> you. Take a back pedal. Okay, so did you ask that question? Okay, so how long. So you went to school for art. When did that translate into graphic design and photography and 3D renderings? The
2: majors that we had. Oh, okay. We double majored, and I did entertainment art and fine art, and she did graphic design and photography.
1: Oh. So, my career in graphic design actually started long before that because of Ryan. He actually, um, I worked for a real estate agent, or like a as a secretary, terrible secretary, um, and he was telling me about graphic design, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting. And so, um, I actually blamed him for actually getting into graphic design because... I didn't know what it was, was well, I kind
0: of did was like that before art school yeah okay yeah, so you like started way that before. way before yeah okay so
1: I actually worked for a newspaper and got a lot of experience and I was like yeah
0: I like this
1: this is cool
0: so, yeah, just so like designing cool. ads or yeah oh okay cool yep. so how, how did you get into that you were just like these are the programs I need and I'll figure it out Um,
1: I was doing work for the secretary, and then I had this bright idea to start my own graphic design
0: business. Oh, okay. I laugh because it was terrible. Um, But you started your own graphic design business when you didn't know how to do graphic design? Basically. I I love it. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. And so um, my parents actually
1: uh, helped fund a computer. And I paid for a part of it, and it was awesome. Like, they are amazing. And um, the sales rep for the newspaper caught wind that I was trying to do this, and so she was like, oh, my gosh, you need to come work for the newspaper. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it and see. And looking back at my portfolio now, I can't believe they hired me. So I owe them a lot because they took they took a risk,
0: and it It worked out really nice. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. cool. Yeah. So then, what about before art school? Did you do anything artistic? Like, what was what was what you were into?
2: Um, I kind of, I just was uh, like a fine artist growing up. Okay. I also drew houses for fun and did a little did some toothpick houses, made a village once, you know, just things like that. And so I was, I've always been interested in it and kind of took a break for a while. And then I started going to college and started taking uh, classes, like graphic design type classes, as well as painting classes and things. So I just started rekindling the fire and got Have more
0: interested Have you made in it. 3D renderings of your toothpick houses? Yeah,
1: but that's a great <laughs> idea.
0: No, but so that's a great oh idea.
1: Brian blew up one of those toothpick houses. <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> no regrets. There
2: was firecrackers in there.
1: In
0: the house. Oh no. But you did it on purpose, right? It oh, wasn't yeah. like, I mean, oh, I accidentally torched my it village. Was, it was a
2: theatrical oh. attempt. But
0: so like performance art. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: We had smoke billowing out of the windows oh and it looked like the house was on fire. <laughs> uh, it's a bad idea. That's so awesome. This was before our cell phones so we didn't get it recorded on video which is unfortunate. You didn't go
0: viral? Yeah. It would have. <laughs> I love it when legs like, don't play with fire. <laughs> Unless you're supervised. And mm. it's your art project that you're blowing out. Um, so... So when did you two decide to work together?
2: So right after school, Uh uh, you know, you do the whole send your resume out to about 400 or 500 places and nobody, you know, responds. So you start finding work yourself. And so that's kind of where I started just getting through D rendering jobs. And Alicia, she ended up getting a a really nice job working for her. What's that place called? DPI Print. Yes. So she learned all about printing, which is pretty pretty amazing and really helped us with what we're doing now. And so... Full circle. I know. Yeah.
0: I and forgot to bring up at the beginning of the thing that they're going to start offering printing services in-house too. So that's why it's full circle. Okay, circle. continue. <laughs> yes. Thanks.
2: And then I just kept getting more work and was doing really well with... Um, my freelance business and then it's just getting a little burned out freelance is a lot of work you know because you're doing everything by yourself and then uh, just was sort of sputtering out of there and then Alicia said let's just join forces because we've been working back and forth with each other helping each other with different jobs and so she's like let's do this let's join forces create a company I'm like okay so
0: and how long ago was that?
1: that was in 2018 Mm -hmm. but it Kind of started, the ball kind of started rolling earlier if like we think back on it because I had quit my print job because I was a single mom and I'm like, I don't know how to do this whole like work mom thing and so my landlord um up in washington state actually helped us convert this tiny garage into a studio and so he had half the studio i had half the studio and it was awesome and we loved it and so we both worked mostly at night um and that kind of started that dynamic of being able to work together and so then years later what so that was two thousand. Fourteen and fifteen, and then he moved to Utah and everything. And then um, I moved here to Saint George and I started working for an art museum. And I was like, okay, this is great. And I had a choice to make: do I continue doing museum work, which I wasn't interested in? And I was like, no, I really want to do design work. And at the same time, he, like I said, that's when he was like, oh, where you know, where do I go with my business? And so. Instead of just freelancing, you know, that's when I was like, "Well, let's create an actual business. Let's let's go like partnership LLC. Like, let's do like a legit thing, not just freelancing. Because I was still freelancing on the side, but it it's different when you want to freelance versus like establish a brick and mortar, you know, type of a thing. Yeah. So,
0: so when you guys started working together back in Washington you had just had Naomi when did you have Naomi
1: I had her in the middle of co- like my junior
0: year in college she's okay. about two
2: years old I think
0: yeah so she's two at the time so you were a single mom uh-huh. and you were fresh out of college and you were freelancing and then when you were in college what year did you get cancer
2: the first year.
0: So you Ooh. were just coming off of recovering from cancer the first year. You had Naomi, and then you guys graduated <laughs> and started freelancing. Within like three
2: that. years. So we graduated yeah. within three years. So It was what? an accelerated program. Yeah. So what? we're taking about six classes each semester.
1: So <gasps> oh it was really intense. And it's a double major, too. So you're actually, it's not like a major and a minor. You're majoring in, in both, two things. Yeah. Whoa. So.
0: That sounds like a lot It was <laughs> So uh, I, I kind of I. Do you want to talk about Your Your And then when did you get married?
2: Uh Right before school Oh
0: my gosh oh. Yeah
2: It was kind of one of those situations where I'm going to school Let's get married
0: We got, we got married <laughs> And literally I feel like we need to start recording these Because your face going to school We need to get married <laughs> that I was going to school and I got divorced. So. <laughs> oh, what, my gosh. So, I like, this is just, this is a, I love, I love it when people actually tell or I know, like, all of the, like, implosions that were going in before things started to bloom. I think that that's, yeah. like, something that, and your is life was crazy. You were getting divorced. You just got married. You went in and had cancer and you didn't miss any school. Nope. no please. throughout your double major yeah
2: that was a hard choice to just keep going or 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 quit school
0: when did you get diagnosed how long after you got married did you get diagnosed a
2: few months two months
0: wow, wow. yeah it was like right at the beginning i, of I this. had this
2: huge lump on my neck and I didn't really think anything of it, but after we got married, she's like, you have to get that checked.
1: Yeah, we were, so I God for we were, <laughs> I, I actually remember this life. too. Like we were sitting in class and there's this like big window in this classroom, I loved it, and he was sitting there, was like, yeah, Sarah really wants me to get this looked at. I was
0: like, dude! And, like, oh. and so you went in and got it checked. Mm-hmm. And, and what kind of cancer did you have?
2: Non-Hodgkin's lymphoma.
0: So did you have to go through chemo?
2: I did chemo and radiation. Oh. But it was the minimal dosage, so um, luckily that took care of it and I didn't have to do any more. So, so I'm
0: fine. fine. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Brian. <laughs> well,
2: it took, it took probably about five or six years to start feeling normal again.
0: So Mm -hmm. So after you finished college.
2: Yeah. A few years after college, I started. Every year I was like, wow, I feel so much better. And then next year I'm like, whoa, I feel even better. So it's just... That was kind of crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of things that happen after the chemo and stuff that people don't tell you about. that You have to go through an experience that's just as bad. So it's, it was kind of a crazy journey.
0: So how long were you on chemo for?
2: It was, I'm trying to remember, um, I think it was about six weeks every other week.
0: Wow.
2: I'd go in and get treated. And then another... Another six weeks for the radiation. Yeah.
0: Oh, That's nuts.
2: And then five years later you're supposed to get another test to make sure it's it didn't come back. So
0: And you're so, obviously good. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Uh didn't come back, right? It's been like
2: eleven years now, so oh, good. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet.
0: Sweet. No stress, no stress. Okay, so you give me you guys decide to go to art school. Did you get divorced before you went to art school? Yeah. Okay. So you get divorced, you get married, you go into art school, you get cancer, you get over it. The next year you have Naomi. Yeah. And then you guys finished your last two years or was it three? We
2: can go into that. So okay. we ended up having our first child and this was the last, second to last semester, I think. Mm -hmm. And he um, had Down Syndrome with a lot of complications. So we ended up going to the NICU in Tacoma. And so we kind of lived there for three months and he ended up passing away.
0: Oh my gosh. So
2: that was right before graduation, I think.
0: Jeez. So then you lost a child (laughs) your last year of college. Oh my gosh. And then you guys just jump in and start a business.
2: Yeah. So, and then I just started working or trying to look for work and ended up getting a hold of a few people who needed some renderings and just started doing it for them at home.
0: How did you, this is like totally off topic. How did you guys, I know when you get really, when I get really stressed, like my creative outlets my creativity suffers immensely. Like, I don't feel like weaving. I don't feel like doing these things. How, like, that never came up for you guys? Like, oh, this is my job, but it's also my creativity. Like, how did you guys... Is there a mind trick that you guys were doing to keep producing creative work through all this stress? Because looking at it on paper, you guys shouldn't be able to do... You shouldn't have been able to do what you did. Yeah, that's a lot of stressors in the very short period of time. On top of college, (laughs) on top of starting a business.
2: I don't know. I mean, we used... I guess the things you go through in life as part of your, your projects. There's a lot of paintings I did right. that show my journey through cancer. So, but I don't know, I try to be an optimi- optimistic person. So just try to push through and get up every morning, do something, make sure you do something every day. Cause it's depression that really discourages you. And when, when you start thinking about, uh, your, yourself and thinking about your problems and start thinking negative thoughts, that's really discourages you from doing something. So,
1: Well, and I learned pretty much within the first year, like I went through a lot of depression and a lot of, um, yeah, it was really difficult, but um, I had this conversation with this guy and he was like, you can't fight fire with fire. And what I took away from that was I have to accept how I feel and in that moment and then just ride it out. So I just ride the wave, whatever. Like I was going through, or whatever. It would just, you know, if I was worried about Brian, or if, you know, I'm having a baby. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just would write it, and then instead of fighting those feelings or feeling like guilty for feeling sad, or if I didn't, you know, do 100% on a paper, I wouldn't. I wouldn't discourage myself from that. I'd be like, Okay, well, you know, this is one off day and then just, you know, accept it was just it's just learning how to accept these feelings and and the moments.
2: Yeah, I, yeah, you're right. I mean, really understanding what you're going through and understanding yourself, as well as having the support around you. You know, like, my wife is very supportive. My family is very supportive. So whenever we went through something difficult, we always had someone to, to lift us up. Alicia was always there for me. So
1: thanks for Yeah,
2: uh, makes a huge difference when there's someone there to help you.
1: I think that that's what made the world of the difference is that we were there together and, you know, we could rely on each other and help each other out. And we did a lot of projects together, too, that first couple years. So it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I guess it would have been different if you guys were in different states going to school, dealing with the same thing alone. Yeah, but that's still crazy. (laughs) Like, I have this sticker on my water bottle, Grow with the Flow. Oh, I love that. That's like... <laughs> uh, Doodley true, Nomad, though. the doodle. at <laughs> <Ad> Mofaco. Yeah, <laughs> come get your stickers. Oh, no, I love my stickers. a girl where you're planted, or, you're yeah, like the shot. There's the Lazy Three Leather Keychain that says, "Grow through or grow through what you go through." Also, mm. that would also be appropriate. Another ad plug-in. There you go. We'll Two and one. <laughs> yeah.
2: I think after a while, though, once you realize you can get through one thing, you can get through the next. And so it's just, you, you just got to understand that it's going to be difficult, but uh, you can get through it and you'll be that much better.
0: See, I think that's the key difference between yours and mine. There's been many times where Brian and Alicia have had to talk me down, <laughs> especially when we as we get closer, they're constantly talking me off the ledge, is... I can go through one bad thing and then the next bad thing I'm like I'm just going down. Like this is just going down. So and you're like, no, once you go through one crappy thing, it's really easy to go through the next crappy thing cuz you know you can handle it. I'm like, that has never occurred to me once. <laughs> so All right. Oh, okay. Good. Good good little cider okay so we got what made you decide to start six bit creative okay so what's the story behind the name the six Real bit one. creative are you
2: ready for this <laughs> <laughs> okay so we had a client and this i think this is the very beginning right yep. we're trying to figure out what we're going to call ourselves and we had this client who said the printer needs a one bit image and we were so confused. How do you give someone a one bit image? A one bit is just one black square. So how are we gonna give this guy a one bit image of his logo? It's just gonna be one black square. So we were trying to figure out, okay, what's the max resolution you need this logo to be? And they could not give us any kind of size that made sense. And so we were, uh, we're just kind of joking around about it. And we do 3D. And so we do graphic design, so we're like, well, if you take one bit and make it, give it six sides, you got a cube. (laughs) That's where the cube was born. And so, and then, uh, and then of course the cube has six sides and six bit, and then we're a creative company. And so that's, that's pretty much the gist of it.
0: So it's all an inside joke about one client. (laughs) Pretty much. That's awesome. I love it. Because I remember one time I was trying to find you guys. Remember this? When we first started w- working together, I was like, 6bit.com. Uh, and it was pulling up 6bit. And I was like, what are bits? It's And I come and I was like, did you know a bit is a type of measurement? And you're like, yeah. It's, a, it's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Got it. All right. So um, what does you guys like your logo is uh, creative company or what's the slogan visually clarifying ideas okay so you guys visually clarify ideas so what does six bit do what does six bit do or maybe you can either also do what each of you do because okay. you do separate yeah. things right you don't yeah. do all of it together yeah okay there's some stuff you guys work yeah. together on like you uh, bounce back and forth like both of you can kind of do everything Right, but you guys have your specialties. Yeah. So, what do you do? Okay,
1: I'll start. (laughs) So, I I do the graphic design, and then um, we do photography. So we, but we don't do like portraits of families. We focus more on like business portraits or headshots. I love headshots. Uh, We can do product photography. We can do. um, I used to do event. But I don't really do much of that. Y- and you then, do real
0: estate photography too, right? You've done kitchens or... I tried it,
1: but honestly, I'd rather contract that out to somebody else. Okay. Um, so that's the other thing is... Okay, so then we'll do like illustrations, um, custom, you know, um, artwork. Um, but one of the main goals that we want to do is have a... Um, I don't know, like a database I guess (laughs) Uh, what we're calling is a content creation team and so that way we can they can create content for us for just to sell on stock imagery sites and we could also potentially hire them out for jobs Mm -hmm. as well either like we can't do the job or um Like real estate photography, I'd rather contract that out to somebody else and let them do it. Um, That way we can employ people, but they're not necessarily employees, you know, it's just contract work. But um, that allows for us to accept more creative jobs that maybe we personally can't do, but we can still offer that um so like website design I hate websites I hate designing websites but I like building the graphics for websites so we would contract that out or you know give that to a website designer um let's see what else so kind of like a
0: online artist co-op yeah Yeah. kind of kind of of. yeah yeah See? see if we're so aligned I know That's great. And I actually sat in on, if you guys, I wanna hit on your content created or creation team because it was really cool. I actually like was here working on something when you guys were meeting with your artists. And if you are a local artist or a content creator, I think that you should seriously sit down with Alicia and Brian because it was really cool. Like you guys went through and you guys talked about what they wanted to do, about how you could market them, about what their core values were, about what they wanted to work on. And it really seemed like a really good experience for the artists as well as you guys. Yeah, well, and our whole goal
1: is to help them be successful as well. And so we want them to be able to create content and not have to worry about all that boring background work. Right. Um, Because we come across people who are like, oh, well, yeah, I thought about selling stock photography, but man, so much work. It's like, okay, well, you create the content, we'll sell it, and then there you go. You're All you're doing
0: as the artist is doing what you love to do, which is create. So. Yeah, it was cool. But you guys were just like, it was so cool to hear you guys give direction on where they could go and options. Yeah. Um, and there was just a lot of stuff that I didn't even know that people could do. So it was, it was. I highly recommend it. Thanks. I'm not a content <laughs> creator, but
1: it was cool. Well, I mean, copywriting and things like that could fall under that category as well. Yeah. So.
0: But. What do you do, Brian? Okay. <laughs>
2: so I do the 3D work. Mostly, um, 3D renderings for architecture, product design. We do a lot of architecture type stuff. Um, and um, what else do I do? I help with the graphic design, the logo design, a lot of illustration stuff, um,
1: Photoshop work. Um, yeah, I give him all the Photoshop work yep.
0: when, when somebody is coming to you for 3d rendering do you suggest them to go through an architect first and have it sent over to you or do you recommend them to just come to you and kind of get like a basic design to send to the architect
2: um, yeah it depends on what stage that they're in in their building process but if they want to if they have a good idea of what they want already then I can build it for them. And if they can give me the ideas, the textures, the materials, the, the layout that they want, I could create that for them. They give it to the architect, and the architect will say, yes, you can do this, or
0: no, I can. You can't. And
2: then he'll uh, draft up the, the design.
0: And you do a lot of work for creative homes. Like yours, you can do like photoreal rendering, yeah, right? Yeah,
2: that's what we focus on is making the renderings look photoreal, so that uh, it creates this high quality image that they can really see. This is what it's going to look like. Um, sometimes we do the the like the concept stage but not that often where they just want something quick to see you know uh, get an idea of what's gonna look like so. you did
0: it for us it was i remember when we were like pre-covid we were trying to do fundraising and we were meeting with uh, the cities and everything like that and we needed something to show them and like i was just kind of i sent you a couple pinterest i was like these are what i want like this is what i want the storefront to look like and brian like people were like we don't know what the hell you're talking about and Brian really quickly like got in and rendered something and when people saw it they were in love with Mofoco like people who weren't sold on the idea were like this is great and I was like and it was weird seeing it like seeing Brian render it and I was like oh my gosh this is like a dream come true but and that wasn't even photoreal so so you should I should have you render me a three a tiny house you can do it oh yeah um, I want easy. That. Oh yeah, <laughs> easy. <laughs> 200 square feet you can knock it out. like really what else can you do with the?
2: So we also do animations so 3D animations, um, video work, video editing.
0: Do you do sculpture work? Is that what you call? like I've seen like you've got like little uh, panoramas and like stuff that you've built.
2: Yeah, yeah yeah uh clay Claynation? clay yeah okay just, cool yeah anything creative
1: yeah, we could do like art. stop stop motioning. could you yeah. yeah oh my gosh i feel like we need to do that <laughs> that's what i mean that's what what is exciting about our business is when we first started we were like okay let's just focus on the construction industry and then we were finding that people weren't coming to us because they're like, oh, well, you only deal with construction. I'm like, no, we can do anything. And so we decided, what, 2019 was it? Or 20? No, it was 2020. I don't remember now. It anyway, was 19. Was it 19? Yeah, we're like, okay, we're just going to open it all up, and we're just going to be like, we're we're here for you and whatever you want your project to be, and let's help you achieve your dream or your visual um you know okay. clarify your visual idea kind of a thing so it's, cool. it's been awesome because we get to do so many different projects and creative projects
0: yeah it was it's just really cool watching you guys work because every time I come in I'm like what are you doing oh I'm doing a map oh I'm building this house oh I don't do, and I'm doing like this is pretty cool I don't know I like it i didn't do it all right so if you had to pick one art form which would be your favorite
2: that's a hard question.
0: <laughs> That's why I put it on there. It's like asking your favorite child.
2: When I need some Tilly. therapy. <laughs> I'm
0: kidding. I'm kidding. I'm joking. I'm joking. Kids, I'm joking. If you ever grow up and listen to your mom's <laughs> podcast, which I doubt you will. But yeah, it's funny. I'm kidding. <laughs> Anyway. Mine's Naomi
1: <laughs> You only have one Who's
0: <laughs> yours, come
1: on <laughs> Never mind, don't be a no, no way
0: <laughs> All right. What
2: okay. day what, Yeah, what depends uh, For therapy Painting But, and the other day I guess 3D renderings Super fun But That's I don't fun. know, film is, I love editing After Effects is my favorite program it's like candy.
0: You really like editing. That yeah. seems that seems so tedious in fact, I went and hard to, uh, for me.
2: I went to University of Utah in their film program, and oh, wow. I went I went there for a little bit, and then I realized that they didn't really have any editing type classes. It was all just production and directing and I wasn't too interested in that and so I, I wanted more of the editing get into the, the software end and and, um, and so I was paying out of state tuition so I just couldn't justify the cost so I ended up leaving
1: but, but see that's what makes it awesome because I like doing the directing and the writing and the storyboarding and like I like editing but my, my favorite part is I wanted to actually be a film director when I was in high school so I can see that yeah Another
2: She's actually looking into colleges yeah. at one point.
1: Um but my favorite would have to be ultimately is photography. Like really? Yeah.
0: That's
1: cool. So yeah. filming, photography, stuff like that.
0: So then do you feel like all of your artistic interests like help you with the actual business execution? Like do you ever feel like if you hadn't have had all of those different like things in your toolbox? You would operate differently like does that make sense
1: oh yeah i honestly believe that having like we took drawing classes and that's helped me a lot even with photography and it's helped me with other you know uh, graphic design jobs it's nice because like if we need to draw up something that we can't find a stock imagery for I'll actually send it over to Brian and be like hey will you draw this really quick like he just drew butterfly for one of our clients in the store Circleman mm-hmm. and <laughs> and uh Anyway, he just drew it like really quick, and there we go. We had exactly what she was looking for. And um, you did
0: that for the Mofoco logo, too. Yeah. 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 Because. Those little drawings. Yeah. All the like the the garlic and the mason jar, because I was. I gave Alicia a list. I was like, I kind of like this. And you and I sat for hours going through like images, and I was like, these are not right. This is not the style I want. And then Brian was like, you're like, I'm going to have Brian draw. Yeah. And Brian drew them, and I was like, I love these! (laughs) Did you draw the truck, too, for the Mofoco Mobile? Were you able to find that one? I I took one
1: image, and it didn't look right, and so I kind of manipulated it, but... Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. see, I have no idea how to do that. The only thing I can do in Photoshop is swap faces. (laughs) (laughs) And I, unfortunately, do that a lot. (laughs) Well, because the mom wants all the kids to smile in the same picture, but it's very unlikely that with ten children they're all going to be looking and smiling. So I'm just like,
1: (laughs) that's exactly why I don't like doing portrait work because they want that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) so I'll
1: direct all portrait work to you.
0: As long as huh. it's, like, a family of four. I can <laughs> handle that. Only, only families of four. If you are hard. more than that, no. no. I know. You could just be like, I specialize in single mom photography. <laughs> I that, could. that would be really cool. I do like maternity. I like maternity. Those are those, I, are, those are easy. Fun. Those are fun. Really? I, like, mm-hmm.
1: uh, I don't get it. You know, those are fun. I did all of uh, Sarah's, Brian's wife, all of her maternity Aww. ones.
2: She did a good job.
0: Yeah, That's adorable. Okay. So how do you guys find balance between things you have to do and the things you want to do? And then, like, yeah, like, how do you find that balance? And then how do you... Uh, I, I think it's really crazy when I've worked with you guys that you're able to pull personal styles out and give, like what the customer wants to, like, how do you find that ground?
2: You know, I think it comes down to good design. <laughs> if, I mean, every once in a while you get a, a client that wants something, uh, that you would never design and, uh, but you just do it for them just because that's what they like, but you try your hardest to make it, you know, look good, but keep within their, their style and
1: their. Or what they're what they're looking for. But yeah, there there's a lot of hidden projects, but no, <laughs> <laughs> no I I think, um, I learned early on, especially in the working in the print print shop, that, you know, people have their specific ideas and and it's just it makes the design process a lot better and easier if you're just like listening to what they want. And yeah, it's maybe choices that I wouldn't make, but in the end, it's not my logo. It's not my brand. It's it's theirs. And so, you know, I'm there to interpret it and, you know, bring it to life. And that's that's makes it awesome.
0: And in doing that, you guys don't ever feel tapped out when you turn around to go work on your own stuff? No, it kind of
1: inspires me to go do my own thing. Especially yeah. when I have like to do something I don't logo
0: so much, I'm gonna go home and draw.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or like if a project is really hard and it's like a lot of work, it's just nice to go do a personal thing, you know, But then they're happy and so it kind of revitalizes you again. you're like, okay, cool. all that that. work and they love it
0: yes that's hard for me though because I feel like if I have 20 things on my to-do list I can't do personal things until all of those things are done and I'm like I have so much to do I don't have time for what I want to do
2: lately we've been uh, we think it's really important to continue our side projects to stay creative and to you know Um, keep up with your, your skills. And so she's been painting more, drawing more, just so that she can keep her mind creatively thinking. Cause I mean, you could easily get in the road, just design work all day long and just get super bored with it. But uh, it also, I mean, all the creative things that we do, they all kind of intertwine. If she learns about fine art, you know the how design works in fine art, how how to use the tools. You know it translates into the graphic design as well, so it all works together.
1: Yeah, it's just it's just kind of like exercising. You know, you kind of you have to continually do these projects and um, continually learn. You don't stop learning, uh, you know, after college, and so it's just continuing and building and then it's like we learn something new or we do something like we're starting to do these like time lapse videos I've learned a lot in just the couple I've done so I'm excited like hey we could offer this to our clients because we kind of worked out the kinks and I feel more comfortable you know if someone comes to me and says hey can you do a time lapse I, I feel better saying yeah I can because you know
0: yeah,
1: I worked out all the problems with my own personal projects first
0: do you ever feel like you guys have like blocks all the time? Uh, yeah. And how do you guys work through those? Eat candy. (laughs) Well, you have so many different artistic things you can do. If you're stuck on one, you could probably just switch to another form, right? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't translate. There's never a time when you guys are like, all of this, I can't do it. No. That's usually
1: the week that I'm late to work every day. (laughs) <laughs> and then and then I... Brian like, just nodded. Like she said earlier, you just <laughs> keep going.
2: Right. You just keep doing it. Even if it doesn't look like drawing. Uh, if you want to draw every day, a lot of those drawings are not going to look very good. But every once in a while, you'll draw something that looks really good. Like I've started painting every morning, doing little acrylic sketches, you know, and some of them I don't really like very much. I couldn't figure it out, what I wanted to do, what I had in my mind. But then the next day, I, I painted something that I really... So it's just there's gonna be a lot of things you don't like, but then some some real gems that come from it.
1: And usually, if a project is like super hard, I'll set it aside and go work on something else because there's no point in like you know beating it over its head until you're just you're not gonna get anywhere and it's gonna be more stressful. So
2: sometimes it's hard to force your creativity. So sleeping on
1: it is that's probably a good idea. That's when I like when Kat comes in and we just like laugh and joke around for like...
0: (laughs) I do, I do, I come in, I've been, we've been working on my stand-up comedy routine, and so I've been coming in and workshopping with them every couple of days, and they just make fun of me. I'm the
2: audience in the back, (laughs)
0: laughing. I'm the one going, yes, put that in there. Yeah, you're like, write it down, write it down. Well, and this question isn't on here, but I just thought of it. How do you guys resolve, or maybe you don't have these, but business conflicts since you work together? Do you ever have things where you want to do something and you don't or vice versa? How do you work through that?
2: Um, we could talk about our recent
0: Yeah, endeavor. go for it.
2: So Alicia loves printing. Um, I know nothing about it, so it's very intimidating to me. And, uh, she's always wanted a printer and I just been kind of, I don't know. And so things have been getting a little more serious about it. Um, she, she talks to me about it. She tells me about it. And then, um, I'm kind of a, a numbers guy. So I'm like, figure out the numbers, see if we can make it work. And she did. And it works. It's so it's, and she's showed me how it works and how it's going to benefit us and benefit others. And, you know, it's, it just makes sense. And so we, I mean, we keep our minds open, you know, and we, we listen to each other and that makes a huge difference.
1: We always know when we're off with each other, cause things are a little weird. And so we're like, okay, our energy is off. Like, what do we need to do, you know, to get back on? And, and we just have such a good relationship that we know that we can discuss business and we know that it's business and it doesn't affect our, like, personal relationship. And so it's been really great, like... It's not for everybody for sure. In fact people are like, Don't go into business with family but I'm like, But it's friend, he's like my hero
0: (laughs) You guys do have an incredible relationship and it's like I get really jealous but it's impressive I can't like you did the same thing to me when I was like hey we should all get a space and you're like give me the numbers and I was like why did Brian make me get numbers like I was all insulted and like Alicia's like no that's Brian he makes me do it too and so I had to sit down with Brian and like be like here's the numbers it's like <laughs> super annoying and I like groan
1: at him and I'll be like Ugh, fine you know but I appreciate it I appreciate that he likes the numbers and makes me you know I, and then I turned to, to you.
0: Yeah. So. Well, it's been interesting to watch <laughs> watch you guys work through this for the past couple of weeks because I keep walking in on it and they're talking about it and they're going back and forth. And I'm like, this is like a very impressive, like healthy conversation like that you guys are always reapproaching and it's not, you know, nobody's getting frustrated or mad. And that's then awesome. like a couple days ago, Alicia was like, we're getting a printer. And I was like, that's
1: so awesome.
0: <laughs> but Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I tend to drag him into some crazy ideas like, you know, starting a business, but he he's been a great business partner.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah you fun. guys work really well together. Yeah. I feel like I'm bit a lot. by bit.
1: <laughs> 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 However, there's other siblings. I love them, but I don't think I can actually have
0: business with them.
1: With who? My with, other siblings. Oh. My other brothers. Yeah. They know it, it's okay. <laughs> Even though there's five years apart, there's always been the same energy and this like especially going to school together we already worked out a lot of those things doing projects together at school Mm. like I already know how he works he knows how I work he knows that sometimes he has to like bring me back onto the road (laughs) sometimes (laughs) you know but I mean we worked out all that prior to this and I think that's what's helped you know.
0: Yeah, I think that I just have such a firm, like deeply ingrained sibling rivalry that I don't think that I can work. I can't. I know that none of us can work together. I love actually talking to my sisters and my brothers about like their businesses because they are super creative, and I'd like I'd be like, Yeah, sure, I'll help you, but I'm like, No, we cannot work together, <laughs> and nobody wants to work with me either. So I mean, like, if the feelings mutual. I'm just like airing our dirty laundry now. Um, Okay, it's not that (laughs) abnormal. Yeah, like you're normal. Like like, it's not. You two are not normal, and it's cool to watch. Yeah, but it's like, oh, that's some very healthy communication. I don't know. Brought well, you know, we did take you. a
1: communication class in college. Yeah. And I think we utilized a lot of those things that we learned in that class.
0: <laughs> so That was a really
1: good class. It was class, an sorry. amazing class. Yeah. I highly recommend How to Communicate Effectively for Dummies. It's the best book ever. Really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Amazing.
0: We'll put that in our show notes. <laughs> and I'll listen to it. <laughs> um, so... I, you're gonna hate this question because it's not a concrete question, but how how much work goes into making a logo? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know it all depends. Yeah, like we have had clients where um, they basically can't come in and. You know, we do it, like, within a couple of hours, and they're, like, perfect, you know? Um, But we've also had some that they have no idea what they want, and we just kind of... We have kind of a system in place where, you know, we start off with a questionnaire, and then we sit down with them and go through the questionnaire, and... I like it when they bring me examples because I can see, oh, this is the type of style that you're going for. And um, and then we, see, so this is why, like, I hate contests anyway, but, um, like, when people say, oh, design a logo, and you're like, no, there's a whole process to get the, the right logo. Because right. Um, then we'll design, we'll kind of sketch up some ideas, and you can see what people react to like oh I really like this font or oh I I like this color and so then we kind of workshop it into a second round and you know they like a little bit more and then basically by three rounds we pretty much have it nailed down Um, sometimes it goes to like four or five but you know I mean very rarely does that happen but it usually is because like maybe we forgot to ask a certain question at the beginning or um Anyway, um, so it it takes a good, gosh, like eight to ten hours, you know, to really lock down the logo and have it ready, and we give them all the, all the type of files that they need, and we put it up on a. Um, like a drive where they have access to download it whenever you never delete it because it's just so weird that we run into clients where they're like, I don't have a high res image of this logo. I'm like, why not? (laughs) So, you know, we, we, we know that your logo is basically, you know, like your, your child. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we, we create what you, what they want and, and give them access to it and give them everything that they need. Um, but it's I don't know
0: Yeah, I remember when we first started uh, like our logo process and you sent me like this first draft and I was like, oh, I don't like any of these. And I was like, but and you were like, no, 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 no. This is like a stripped down. Just tell me what you do and don't like. Tell me the fonts. Tell me what you don't like. And we keep going. And I was like, okay. And I remember being really nervous. And then by the second round, I was like, oh, yeah. I was like, we are getting so close. And then, but I was also one of those people that you were like, you just need come in here and sit here and there were several times that I had to come in and we spent like an hour or two hours just going through everything and like working on it and getting super close and then you'd send me like round three and I just had no idea what went into a logo design but all of the stuff that you gave me, like I can't even believe how many times I've had to have all of these different, and you give like a guide, like this is the font we use, this is the color, so if we ever need to get anything printed, and like, I didn't know any of that stuff. And so I was thankful that you did. Yeah.
1: Well, and that that's my print background too. Coming yeah. at into play, it's like I know you're gonna need a square version of your logo to put up on social media because otherwise it's not gonna fit right, and then you're gonna be cutting half of your logo off, and that looks funny and terrible. And
0: you do all the time. Yeah. you're like your logo looks <laughs> like crap. Here's the right one. i I'm, like, eh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um what's something you wish that people understood when they were looking for graphic design and 3d renderings or anything that you offer i just put those on there Uh,
1: well i'm actually gonna start a web series called (laughs) don't be afraid of your graphic design or of a graphic designer yeah don't be afraid of a graphic designer Because I think people are afraid of graphic designers. Yeah. And I think that there's a... um, I'm going to get on my soapbox. I think that there is a misconception that we are not obtainable. And that we, overall, will push our designs onto you. And that we are... I don't know. Anyway... just I think there's like this world out there like oh well I'm a business owner I can do everything so no just hire the graphic designer and you focus on what you want to do You started a business to produce X, Y, Z. You produce X, Y, Z. Hire out the graphic design. Hire out the photography you focus on. And there's ways to obtain it. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, there's really expensive graphic designers. And there's really inexpensive graphic designers. There's really good graphic designers. There's really bad graphic designers. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys offer subscription plans, though. Yeah, so we offer subscription plans. Um, That is our way of helping people, especially new businesses, afford a graphic designer. It's basically having a graphic designer on retainer. Yeah. And we try to fit it within their budget.
0: Like, you guys do payment plans. And, and it, we do I payment know plans. Yeah. That's cool. Um,
1: and we offer... You know, if if they come to say, well, I we only have, like, $700 for this project, we figure out what we can do within that budget. Mm-hmm. Like, and we always tell people gather everything up First, Because the more back and forth you have, the more hours that that adds on to the project. Either 3D design, videography, whatever the, the project is. You gather up all of your elements. Any photos you want to use. Any, you know, and we'll help you figure that out too. We're not saying, oh, we'll figure this out on your own. You know, we could help you figure out what to give us. But usually when I tell people, I'm like, okay, give me any photos you want to use. Any copy you want to write, you know, include include any um, contact information any in lo- and- Logos. And if you give me these four things, I can design you something super quick. Mm-hmm. But if you say, well, just start on this project, I'm not going to because that's more time. I'm going to start designing something and then you're going to give me a whole other paragraph to include. That means I have to redo the whole design to include that extra paragraph that mm-hmm. you sent me. So if you want to keep the cost low, you need to provide everything all at once. Mm-hmm.
2: It works the same with 3D renderings as well. If if people, uh, especially interior designers, if they don't give me all the stuff that they want ahead of time, then I'm building something, rendering it out, and spending all that time, and then they come back and say, "Oh, actually, I want this in there too." Well, it's going to take like another day to render it out, and so it's just, uh, you know, you got to do your homework, to tell us what you really want, and figure figure that out first, and then uh, that way. There's not a more back and forth. so.
0: I will also say, um, I don't feel like I do a lot of things right in business. I'm always trying to figure it out. But the one thing that I have never regretted, even though we've never had like a big budget or anything, I am eternally grateful that I found you. Because every time, like even with the farmer's market, I thought it, it was hyper critical that we rolled it out with just this really professional, beautiful, like finished, like you can grow your business to the level of your graphics, but if you start out with crappy graphics and you have a really good business, you're still going to look like you're not put together. And I did not want people to think that with the new management of the farmer's market that they had, been, had, that they had lost any quality. So um, what little money we did have, I'm really thankful that we put towards graphic design because our logo is beautiful. We sold out of all of... Our gear, like all all of our swag, everything we sold out of, and everybody always um, stops me over that logo. And every time I see somebody wearing that logo, I still am like, "Holy shit, that's such a good logo!" Like I'm like, "Oh, that's such a great logo. We don't have to go back and redo it." So I honestly, I'm I just think that if you are going to spend money on anything, or if you are trying to figure out where to cut costs, don't cut the costs on graphic design because you it you make so much more money coming out with a professional appearance. Like you just inspire so much more trust when that's polished. That's uh, like you and I go back and forth over it all the time. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I totally am for graphic designers because <laughs> like
1: but well and then I also always tell people, remember it's a professional that made that ad that's advertising the you know program right. or you know like oh you can print your own photos yeah a professional photograph is being printed <laughs> like, yeah you're right you're right you know so <laughs> they hired a professional to make it ad thinking that you can make something like that <sighs> maybe you can and you'll surprise yourself <sighs> but how many hours did it take you away from what you really want to do yeah
0: so. and there are people that can do it i'm not one of them <laughs> It, I, I mean like so many times when I was working with you guys Brian makes fun of me about this he goes who does that and I was like I do it when I get on Instagram on the stories and try and draw something out and send it to you and I'm like I want it to look like this cause then you can put you know how you can make it you can flip the words and everything like that and uh, Brian's like what are you doing and I'm like I don't know how to use computers I can't figure this out so um, it would have been not great for me. Need to do that myself but
1: then you know those free things that I'm not gonna name they, <laughs> they have their purpose yeah you know I mean don't come to me to make a store hour sign like that's a waste of both of our times <laughs> just go on to the free program that I will not name and type up something pretty like yeah. I'm okay with that I'm
0: not you know but yeah. yeah anyway what's something that's been a surprise for you since you started 6-bit everything <coughs>
2: We never. (laughs) We never knew what we're getting ourselves into.
1: Yeah, (laughs) me. Well, that was definitely. But it's been exciting.
0: It has been. That's my motto. I'm a surprise, but exciting. She makes fun. Exactly. I love that should be your definition on urban dictionary cat what would you say a, a surprise but I definitely see. exciting <laughs> <laughs> ira started calling me chubby bacon mom did i tell you that so ira my son has started calling my daughter chubby bacon because she's fat and delicious that's his words And so today he started calling me Chubby Bacon Mom, and Mommy's like, stop it, you can't call Mom fat, and he goes, but she's delicious. And I was like, "Shirt! I need a shirt. Chubby
1: chubby Bacon bacon. Mom. I know a a company that can draw that out. I
0: know a creative company that could do this for me. And now you can print them. And sell them in the store! (laughs) Can you print, will you be able to like print on t-shirts and bags and stuff, or is that a completely different kind of printer?
1: That's a, that's completely different. Um, Okay. Yeah, we will be able to print, like, brochures, business cards. Okay. Um, Yeah, we could do stickers. You know, so we could print something, and then you could
0: iron Iron it on. on. Oh, cool. So. And do flyers. But, yeah, so they'll be able to handle all of our, like, marketing in-house. Cool. Yeah. I guess the biggest
1: surprise is that it's actually, you know, we haven't. We're going into three years. It's April, and we're still here. We made it through pandemic.
2: Yeah, we actually did better last year than the yeah. year before. So
1: Yeah, that's awesome. That's Dang. awesome. So, yeah, we're just continually growing and you know. Yeah. That it worked, it's working. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> Good so for you guys. <laughs>
2: We actually, I don't know, we're, we're usually, we're good at planning and figuring out what we want. And so, um, and then how, and figuring a game plan on how to get there. So that's, I don't know, we kind of expect it, so.
0: And you guys have like weekly meetings every Monday, right? You, yeah. know you guys sit down and like plan your whole week together? I call it Monday meeting of the minds.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's easy to forget which track we were going on and Mm -hmm. and so it's it's a good idea to to um talk about everything again and figure out okay where we at on this certain thing we want to do so
1: yeah we try to keep it quick and you know we end up actually talking about other things like our kids (laughs) Yep. But we try yeah, get yes. before cat comes in. So. Yeah,
0: because I ruin the whole thing. I derail all of it. I'm the meeting sorry, ends when know. cat walks in. Yeah. <laughs> I have an old boss who called me Hurricane Katrina. Because come in everything. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, i Oh, my gosh. gosh. <laughs> anyway, um, if you could start all over, what's one thing you wish you would have known? I
2: don't know. (laughs) It's a process. Right. So it's like, I mean, the funny thing is, is we started out as creative, our name was Six Bit Creative, but we focused on doing 3D renderings and, you know, we kind of had our graphic design on the side, but we were like, let's focus on 3D renderings and get that as our main business. And it just wasn't working out. And then uh, we ended up deciding, hey, let's just, let's make it creative and just open the door for anything creative, Mm -hmm. which uh, seems to make sense and so
1: So I feel like that first year probably would have been a little bit better if we just from the get go was all creative but I think we had that we needed that learning curve and we both were like I was still working a second job as well so I think yeah we weren't quite ready I was working full time somewhere else so just to to get me in
2: to St. George and get a place and so
0: And I think that that's interesting because my advice to a lot of people is niche down. Like, quit trying to do everything, niche down. Like, just find your thing. But for you guys, opening the door to more things was really good because you guys are multi passionate and and, good at a lot of stuff. I think. I think we're
2: kind of, what do you call it, ADD? Our minds are everywhere. It's hard to focus just on one thing. We get bored easily. We get bored easily.
0: I can relate to that very well. Our housework
2: (laughs) is fun, and you get to the point where it's like, it gets kind of mundane because you're doing the same thing over and and over again. And, you know, you just start daydreaming while you're at work. And so, but here, you want to daydream because it's part of your job. So, it's, it's nice
0: what motivates and inspires you guys to keep going with six bit the, the cash money
2: Yeah, because yeah, we're rolling in it yeah.
1: <laughs> that's the thing they don't tell you when you when you start businesses
2: you be poor for a while.
1: I actually, <laughs> yeah.
2: when we first started, I uh, listened to not. a podcast. Um, it's one of the NPR podcasts, How I Built This. And they interview people that have very successful businesses. And just hearing their stories on how in the beginning it was super rough and they, you know, sacrificed a lot and hardly made any money and almost failed multiple times you know but then they made it you know it was really motivating for me it's kind of inspired me to to keep going and so
1: i think for me whenever i feel like i'm like a terrible designer (laughs) i'll look at like projects that i've done around town or like something pops up i'm like oh i did that like like i don't know so we did the the dinosaur discovery site logo and um Every time I pass by it, it's like rejuvenates me. Like, oh, look, there's my logo on the side of that building. Like, I feel all cool. Or when I comes in and he's like, you did
0: that? Yeah. that was He's sad. like, I love the dinosaur museum. And he, that's probably why he's in love with Alicia now. He brings her flowers. Aww. And... Shows me this dinosaur stuff. Okay, so what other things in town have you done that people can
1: see? So we helped with the Dev Center logo um we helped so we did Pride of homes 3d floor plans um we've done which is a lot
0: yeah you worked on that for a long time i remember yeah. coming in and it's you would work be it's like here like last, all last <laughs> like two or three months of your year every yeah. year right yeah. it takes you like three months to do all of those floor plans and yeah. renderings
2: Jeez. yeah uh just over a three month period. Yeah. There's I mean twice. Like there's the end, back and
0: forth yeah. and everything like yeah. that, right? Yeah. It's not like it takes you three months to do a rendering. Right That's not what I meant.
2: There's there's thirty homes. Yeah. And so I gotta interpret thirty designs create it in three D uh, the four plans, so it's Jeez. it's a lot of a lot of work. And then they send it off and then they tell me, Oh, we actually changed the section of the house and so I gotta redo that section of the house. Sheesh. Or it doesn't look right, you know. It's then uh, yeah. So, it's a lot of work. It's yeah. fun though. I like
1: it. Yeah, that's we, crazy. we did a video for ATC and the uh, quality Air So, I've seen that around. Um, what else? We've done some stuff for DocuTile, like their advertisements. Um, we do a lot of advertisement work that's in the View On magazine. That's a lot of fun. I think there's more, but <laughs> <I don't remember. laughs> mofo logo. Yeah,
0: they've, they've done if You want to yeah. go see our beautiful awning out front that still looks like a drawing. It's so pretty. And
1: it's cool. Circle moon. So, doing
0: line. stuff for yeah, yeah. You guys have done a lot of logo work around town. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what's something that you failed at but you learned from it?
2: Oh, geez. Are you talking about business stuff? Yeah. Uh, like business it's, stuff yeah. restrict yeah. like let's let's restricted things things like
0: to business stuff? Okay. <laughs> um, f- or it could be a personal thing that's yeah. translated I mean, there's,
2: into- there's, there's pricing. Sometimes we yeah. underprice price something and, and, uh, well, actually when we started, we, we weren't giving out contracts and I think it was the biggest mistake. So we were kind of, but then sometimes we didn't and the times we didn't, it came back and bit is in the butt so we're like we are never doing that again and uh so now we we make sure we have contracts people sign it that way you know it's they're serious about it and you know we're comfortable with moving forward on the project mm-hmm. so
0: it's also like people don't ghost you that kind of thing
2: yeah because they will people will
0: they'll still so. ghost
2: you but at least this way you have a legal yeah, agreement horse. that you can say hey <laughs>
1: That's gonna be part of my uh, video: how to not ghost your graphic designer. <laughs> like, it's okay to break up with them; they'll right. appreciate you more.
2: <laughs> I think there's. I think we might have dodged a few bullets as well because yeah. we've sent out contracts to people and they didn't sign it, and we never did their project. So yeah, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> so yeah,
1: yeah, uh, but yeah, I would say uh, the pricing, like, it's really hard, you know, because. We have our prices and we know what we need to make in order, you know, you're. we have to pay us, we have to pay... You know, rent. We have to pay for uh, software, and I mean, it's it's a lot of money. Yeah, to I was a, like, I was creative business. I remember
0: you were like running through the numbers of the software, just the like the what you guys pay a year in software to do what you do, and I was like, oh, that's a lot, right? And so, and you
1: know, I'd like to eat. <laughs> so, um, but most importantly, you know, we we didn't want to um, put any new businesses out or. Um, you know, we wanted to make sure that we were fair priced, plus, you know, um, something that didn't scare people away. Um,
2: that was hard because St. George is kind of different than a lot of other places. Yeah. St. George
0: is like the lowest. Yep. Yeah. The lowest one, paying like it, like St. George's is like the lowest paying. Oh yeah, in, they want it cheap. Like, yeah, in Utah, like yeah. or like it's the only place that I know that still, um, like hires at minimum wage. Like I remember uh, when I worked for the big chains. Like I came from up in Salt Lake, and when I got down here, it was like you only hire at minimum wage and I was like well then we're not going to have people and the turnover rate was ridiculous but it's I mean you know it's really hard here because the population is skyrocketing but you still can't get really good jobs like I I know a couple people that were moving here from Wyoming and they were in construction and what they got here was like entry level pay in Wyoming yeah they were like it's I can't even afford to live here
2: we work with people yeah. in other states. We'll give them a contract, say this is the price for this, and they won't bat an eye, and they'll yeah. just say okay, they'll sign it, and then uh, uh, here there's a lot of people who are like, wow, you guys are really expensive, really <laughs> and we're like, well, this is actually competitive price, and yeah. I don't know where you're going to get your cheaper <laughs> right. price, but
1: and we actually are kind of on the lower end of the the competitive price, like you know we we're kind of down there, but you know I believe that if people band together and be like, no, this is the standard rate, mm-hmm. you know, this is livable, this is, you know, not price gouging, we're not, you know, right. being unreasonable, if you want to see our numbers, we're happy to show you, like, right. you know, I'm transparent, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, like I said, we don't want to put other people out either, but yeah, it is, we, time and money and You know, equipment's not cheap, and, you know, we're we're here for you, and so we want to make it—we want to have the right tools for you and for your project so that you don't have to
0: spend that money. Right, (laughs) right. So So then what's been your biggest success, and what have you learned from that?
1: I think moving into a brick-and-mortar was— the biggest success like not even prior to this like this has actually helped exponentially but when we moved into our brick and mortar our first office um we we rented a space from agc and it was the best decision because it just it just skyrocketed like i don't know what it was like people took, take you more serious, which is weird in an e-commerce world.
2: Yeah, it's strange. Or
1: it took us out of our homes. I don't know what... what. You
2: have a different mindset when you're going to work yeah. at a, at a, a, a place. And I don't know.
0: I don't know, man. Like Nobody took us seriously until we got a spot. And now everybody's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And I'm it's like, true. Mm, don't take us serious. Yeah, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's just...
1: Yeah. You know, but I don't know. I think I think moving in here was was a great idea and teaming up with MoFako. Um you know, we got a lot of opportunities just networking through cat and yeah.
0: yeah. But I remember I took you guys a lot more seriously too when you guys had a brick and mortar. Like when I came to your offices. I was like, Oh, these guys are serious. Yeah. Maybe just, not. I was scared of right. <laughs>
1: Even just being an LLC, like changing, you know, I mean, oh, we're not right. doing anything different than what we did as a, a partner or as a freelancers, like, right. you know, there's nothing real. I mean,
2: I, I remember being freelancer and doing a rendering for someone and they got it and they're like, wow, this is actually good. What did you expect?
0: <laughs> you hired me and yeah. you thought it was going to be trash? Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Yeah. Something about having the logo on the door. Yeah. No, seriously. Yep. So now we're in our final questions, the lightning round. <laughs> what makes Utah special? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of things that make Utah special, but in your
2: opinion, I actually never thought I'd be back in Utah.
1: Same to here. be honest. Do you
0: Same. guys grow up
1: here? We grew up in Layton, Utah. Okay. And then we moved when I was 12, up to Washington State, but you didn't, I don't know, bring you were 17. I lived to
2: Texas for a little bit, and then you guys moved to Washington State, which I ended up in Washington State. Yeah. And then we lived there.
1: For 20, I yeah, 20 years or so. Yeah. But, um. yeah, so I came to visit my mom. <laughs> Because I didn't know what to do with my life.
0: So they moved back here, and you guys are still up in Washington State.
2: Well, we, we actually got kicked out of our place because the landlord wanted her son to live there. Mm. So... We got uprooted, and Sarah got a job in Utah. It was just like this random thing that said, hey, we are still looking for someone to take care of this lady, this old lady, and in her house. So it was like a live-in situation. She had a nice big house, so we're like, okay. So we went to Utah.
1: (laughs) So I guess there's still some kind of like... Here because you know, we were born and raised our childhood here, so I mean, I you know, I have a lot of family here, so there's still kind of like that connection to Utah, and it's so pretty. Yeah, like pretty pretty. I didn't think I'd love southern Utah as much as I do because you know, we're Washington trees, but
0: yeah, greenery and, green Henry
2: and rain. <laughs> I just want to point out, I never really liked Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm more of a, you know, tropical weather, Houston type yeah. weather.
0: Person. I remember you were like, I like Houston, Texas, and both me and Alicia were like, why? <laughs> no offense if you're in Houston, but I've been, and it's hot. And yes. humid, and bugs. I love it.
2: But I mean, St. George, it's it's a good middle ground, I guess. Yeah. It's got the heat, the sun. Yeah. I'll, I'll take it. It's a dry heat. <laughs>
0: it's the oven. You're not moist. <laughs> <laughs> should that be Utah's tagline? You not, won't be moist Not moist <laughs> That should be a sticker Oh my god Lauren, we need you to make a sticker That says St. George George, <laughs> not moist <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, Ah, I love it. Okay, so what's been your favorite part about the Mofaco community?
1: My favorite part is seeing all these people just want to come together and sell their goods and really create. And um, I don't know, there's this really cool energy and this excitement. And I love it. Um, They want to put put time into their business, and uh, I love the people that want to support local, so all those that are like, yes, I'm so excited that this is here, I love supporting local, and I feel like the fact that it gives back to the community, um, I don't know, just is in line with what I personally believe as well, so... Being
2: an artist, doing artwork my whole life and always being told, you know, art doesn't really pay and it's not really a good career choice. And that really depressed me because it's what I love. It's what I want to do, you know, Mm -hmm. and so uh, it's it's cool to see a, a storefront that encourages artists to to do their work and to sell it and to become successful and that's that's what i love about being part of it is that we want to help these artists you know grow and to to actually sell the work and make it a career for them so it's cool to be a part of that
0: uh do you have a favorite book publication or social media account that you find inspirational or profound
1: the
2: mofaco instagram no just kidding yeah all things (laughs) Mofico.
0: I love following my focus. <laughs> get it? it. You're great. <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Kidding. No, you're no, kidding. not. No, there's they're really Oh no. Step <laughs> into it.
1: I know I'm like I wonder if she would do other <laughs> Other social media. <laughs> I know it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Um
0: let's see. But as a creative company, they right. could offer social media management and they could contract it to you anyway i have to charge a lot of money for that <laughs> People do charge a lot of money for that That's just like I don't, Okay, never mind. Anyway, what's your favorite? So I
1: I love I, I only listen to audiobooks But I've been
0: Me too,
1: me too um, I actually There's a social media account It's like Pander the pander company or something oh my gosh I'm probably like slaughtering this it's P-A-N-D-R and I love that account so they do murals Ooh. but what I love about them is that they're honest and they like they call out things all the time that like I'm too scared to call out so I'll reshare their things all the time like yes I stand behind this you know like cause I'm too chicken to like make the first statement but they do it just so nice you know anyway their work is amazing and they're a team like friend team I think and so it's a really good one to follow
0: what about mm-hmm. you Brian it can be a book I
2: don't know I get on a lot of creative websites and just look at their blogs and I mean I'm subscribing to tons of newsletters from different websites and just reading their stories oh. so yeah there's all kinds of I don't know. I know I was getting uh, magazines from Creative Block just because they come out with some pretty cool stuff, some inspirational stories, cool cool artwork, you know, three D stuff, of course, but yeah. Uh, Podcasts. I do a lot of NPR stuff, so
1: I don't know.
0: I don't know. It's funny. Washington course You listen to NPR. <laughs> Just <laughs> kidding. Molly does too. I do too. I do listen to the How, the "How You Built This" or "How They Built This" podcast that you brought up. It's they have a cool. history one that's really good. line, I think it's called. The only history one I listen to is the History Chicks because it's hilarious and I love it. <laughs> but anyway, why do you think people should buy local food and support local farmers and makers?
2: Should we get political?
0: Yeah. <laughs> we always do, Brian. I know. When you listen to podcasts, <laughs> well, you talk to me in the back of the building. We always are getting political about everything.
1: I don't know. I I am a hundred percent behind supporting local. I feel like um, it should start in your community because um, I feel like if there's a strong community, that could, you know, just branches out from there. More, you know, if you have a hundred strong communities, then you know that's that's a strong. What was that? Uh, there's a there's a word for Economy. that. Economy. Economy. Yeah. yeah. I got that. <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's like a network that you know it yeah. kind of supports each other, but. Um, yeah, I I think I try to support local just because I know as being... You know, they say support local, so I say support local, hire local. like, Because, yeah. um, you know, I think they forget, oh, I could hire... There's so many people that you could hire local before you branch out, so I'm all for that, too.
2: One of the biggest things as an entrepreneur that... Or an entrepreneur, but that freelancer that I ran into is competing with the global market, and... People in other countries can do a nice rendering for super cheap, which puts me out of business. And all that money is going overseas. And And what am I gonna do? Where am I gonna get right. another job? Because I can't compete with that mm-hmm. price. You know, so it just puts a lot of people, talented people out of work, especially when you're competing with, the, with global companies.
1: But especially like with the local farming and you know buying the local food, um, by supporting them, they can in turn support us. You know, so kind of like is that full circle? Um, we can't expect them to succeed if we're not out there supporting them, right?
2: I think I think if people were more shopped local more often, we'd be able to provide a quality product and if people didn't worry about oh, they're gonna go somewhere else um, and try to cut corners so that they can compete with these larger corporations that do it super cheap you know mm-hmm. they would they'd be able to create a better product
0: right and
2: so it's, it's there's a
0: yeah. market demand for it yeah mm-hmm.
2: so it's yeah. it's nice that when people say you know I'm going to support a local and um, trust the the local companies and be there for them to help support them then they're more likely to create some some nice products for for people so
0: yeah i agree i think it's just making that transition from mass-produced to artisan like mm-hmm. if you're gonna get, like just everything your clothes and everything if you just invest in those higher quality pieces like it's just you know you don't have to get rid of it you can fix it like stuff it lasts longer like you invest in a good design it'll have more longevity like all of it i totally agree with that if uh, if listeners want to learn more about all you're doing how can they find you um,
1: biggest one is our Instagram, I'd say that's our most active, and that's at 6BitCreative, and then our website is sixbitcreative.com. and
0: you guys have a good newsletter, and you guys can sign up for the newsletter if yeah. you want to follow them. I'm trying to get better at getting that out on time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brian just nods! She's doing great! <laughs> I know! Uh, it's great! That's why I said goodness. it! <laughs> uh, it's been a lot of work, but it shows. Oh good.
1: good. But we, we have a YouTube channel. You can yeah. look at us up. We're gonna start posting more videos on yep. YouTube and um, yeah. I mean Facebook's kind of just a repeat of Instagram, so pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's all at Six Bit Creative, you know. Cool. We're lucky in that regard.
0: Yeah, cool. Is there anything else that we didn't cover that you guys wanna share? No,
1: I just wanna reiterate that, you know, Our whole premise of our business is that we're here for you. Like, we want to help you make your designs and visually clarify your ideas. (laughs) Plus. No, I mean, that's that's why we're doing the business that we're doing, is we're very minded on community and helping. So...
0: Yeah. bada bing awesome. well Bang. thanks guys Bam. this was fun yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do it again soon Yeah, yeah. Maybe. let's do it if you enjoyed listening please subscribe and leave us a review wherever you found this podcast especially on iTunes if you have a specific question that you would like to ask us or our farmers, makers, or educators send us an email at podcast at com and let us know Another way to support this podcast is by becoming a supporting member starting at only $2 a month. We have different levels of membership that grant access to special members-only swag like shirts, hats, bags, magnets, and stickers that show your support for your local community. To learn more, please visit mofacoutah.com slash podcast slash support. Make sure you are following us on Facebook and Instagram at MoFACO Utah. Thank you so much for listening and we'll be back in your feed in two weeks. But until then, we, we hope to see you at the co-op. The music for this episode was created by Southern Utah local, Jake Shepard.